While nobody wants to hear bad news, even worse is being the person that has to deliver the bad news. Hey, welcome to Communication on Point podcast. I'm your host, Dean Hefta. This podcast is designed to bring insights and perspectives that help you grow your leadership and increase your impact. Let's get started. Bad news. Nobody likes to hear it. In fact, we ask people, do you want to hear the good news or the bad news first? Because we know people's reaction are going to change depending on the type of news they hear. Now, it doesn't have to be that way, but when we aren't thinking about how we're going to respond to bad news, that's typically the way people get trained when they're around us. So today we're going to talk about the power of being able to receive bad news well and how we can be thinking differently about the impact that that behavior has on our entire culture. So you think about it. You've had times where maybe you've heard bad news, and you think back and realize that you probably didn't respond that well. Maybe you got emotional about what you heard in a over-the-top way, and people are like, whoa, that's, that's, that's a lot. Or maybe you started questioning the person and kind of attacking the person that brought you the bad news. And suddenly they're thinking, well, I'm just the one that's delivering the message. Don't take this out on me. Anytime we have those situations, we begin informing the people around us what they can expect in the future. And so then every time something maybe bad comes up or bad news comes up, they begin questioning to themselves, do I want to go through that experience of delivering that bad news? Or maybe this isn't that big of a deal to make it worth that experience. See, When you think about organizations, that could be companies, that could be families, that could be nonprofits, I look at the health, a gauge for the health of that organization as being, how quickly does bad news travel up? You know, you can think of information in some ways as as a river. Go to the Pacific Northwest where they have the salmon. When the salmon are spawning, they have to swim upriver. And I think Many ways in a lot of organizations, information can be like that. We want to make it as easy as possible for information to get upstream. We don't want information just going one way. That's the sign of a poorly informed leadership team. We need the information close to the action. And so we have to be thinking about how is it that we make it easier for that information to travel? Well, there's a few ways we can think about it from a design of the organization structure. It could be... Let's make the journey shorter, have fewer miles that that information has to travel through so that the upstream and the downstream can simply be closer. So how we orient our organization can affect how easy it is for us to get information from our customers, from the front lines, from parts of our organization. Another is having channels, making sure that there's a way for the salmon to get up the stream, even if there's dams in the way. So how is it that it's easy for information from the front to make it to the people that need it. And the larger our organization gets, sometimes the easier it is for that information to get lost or run into brick walls. Could also be how rewarding is it of an experience when that information gets delivered. And I'm not saying that people get bonuses or raises or anything financial like that. What I'm saying is every time we do something, other people's reaction have some sort of an impact on us. Right? We are training others to understand what they can expect. And if I highlight 
and appreciate and really hold up the communication of reality to leadership as a positive thing, as a great thing, I'm probably going to get more of that. The flip side of that is if people bringing bad news to leaders get reprimanded, you know, told to mind their own business, get back to work, well, I can slowly begin eroding the ability for those salmon to get upstream. And this can happen in any type of a system that we find ourselves in. It could be in a a city. It could be in a company. Anywhere people organize around a place, a goal, or a system, there's a flow of information that happens. So what can we do as individuals? Maybe we aren't uh, in charge of the system around us. Well, regardless of our position, even if we're not the CEO of the organization, we are somewhere along that river of information. And we have control over ourselves, and we can become models of how we want others to respond to bad information. So we're training the people around us, and we best train people by our behaviors. And so thinking about the psychology of bad information, you know, we are wired to protect ourselves. You know, that's, we have this survival mechanism. And so sometimes when we get bad information, it can immediately be perceived by us as a threat to our survival. And we get this rush of cortisol and endorphins and adrenaline that comes over us and we respond poorly. We quite literally don't process the information. We just react to it with emotion. And so a big part of this is being able to work on how we process information, how we interpret information. See, there's going to be an event like the information comes to us and then immediately at that event, we're telling ourselves a story. So one of the places that we can intervene in ourselves is what's the story I tell? So I can begin working now on my emotions in that moment and my reaction. When that, when that news comes, I can either get defensive and critical or I can get curious. And I can get appreciative of the information coming because it's a sign that somebody has enough trust in my relationship with them that they were able to be vulnerable to bring the news. So I have a very high responsibility of not abusing the vulnerability that they've shown by bringing that information. And so a few things that I can do. One of them is simply be aware. How do, what is my tendency when bad news comes? Do I criticize and get cruel? What do I do? Or maybe I don't act. You know, what is my tendency? So I need to reflect on that and maybe get some information from people around me. When I get bad news, how am I seen? How does my face look? What's my body posture like? What are the words and my tones? How do I act in your eyes when I get bad news? So I get more of a 360 view of my response in those moments. The other thing that I can do is rather than waiting for news to appear, I can be proactive. See, when it's my on my terms, I'm more likely to respond in a positive way to the news because I'm actively out seeking reality. You know, I'm, I'm looking for what's happening. I'm looking maybe for bad news so that I can adjust my view of what's really happening. And so when I do it on my terms, I'm less likely to be surprised and caught off guard and defensive. Another piece of it, Maybe thinking about how do I act on the information. Sometimes information comes and the reality is not all information is equally valuable. In fact, some ends up just being static and can be distracting or even destructive. 
So I have to have the maturity and the discipline to be able to discern the information that's coming to me. And that means I have to get curious and be able to differentiate between gossip, you know, information that might be coming just to make somebody look bad in my organization. And if I am too responsive to that, I begin rewarding people who gossip and tattle on what's going on, right? So every, every response I have is going to either increase or decrease that behavior. So if it's about a person, I need to make sure that my conclusions aren't drawn in the absence of the person that the information is about. I need to be quick to be able to say, hey, let's get James in here if this is the case so that we can talk about this. Because you don't want to have an imbalance where you're talking about somebody and they don't have an opportunity to share their story or their perspective. So, you know, one of the great rules is never talk about somebody, only talk with somebody. So bringing them in if it's, if it's information about a person. Now, it might be information about a problem. Okay, well, people are involved in problems, but the reality is the problem is the thing that we're talking about. So being able to get the right people in the, in the room to talk about the problem to be appreciative of getting the information to me, but also being slow to be too reactive of what needs to be done. And so I say slow with um, maybe some caution around that. We want to be the ones setting the pace and taking action, but what happens is we can often confuse reaction with action. And so if we get noticed as somebody who, as soon as they get information bad information, they are so quick to react to it that they become unpredictable, that they become erratic in their response, and that's not leadership. So we need to be judicious in our ability to handle information without immediately feeling the need that we have to act on it. Now, the flip side of this is I also can't be someone who gets information delivered and I don't act. So making sure that there is a momentum that can come from the information. That momentum might be seeking more clarity, diving in more deeply, going and talking to the customers. So people see there is momentum, there is action that's occurring. And that may lead to a very strategic change in direction or something new in how we're approaching things. So there is some result because If information comes to me, even if I'm not someone that responds negatively to the information, if I never act on it, it's really no better. People will stop bringing me the information. So being a leader who's able to absorb bad news, getting good at bad news, if you will, is really important in our ability to create an environment of psychological safety where Good information, the real information, is able to travel both up and down the stream. So quick review. Think about how I respond in those moments of bad news. So self-awareness and getting better at how I process the information and the story that I tell myself so that I'm not just trying to protect my ego in that moment. Next, be proactive. Rather than waiting for news to appear, go out finding reality, what is really happening out there. Another piece of it is to reward candor. Even when there's bad news coming, being appreciative of the ability to communicate that clearly to us and to bring that forward 
is really something that we need to maintain an organization. It's critical to building the trust. Also, getting curious. What I'm told isn't the whole story, so I need to find out more. Whether that's bringing other people into the conversation or going out and seeing for myself what's really going on, I need to couple curiosity with action. And that's the final piece is act in an appropriate way. That action might be getting more information. It might be talking to more people. It might be formulating a a strategy for how we're going to solve this. When we think about those pieces and put them to work, suddenly we can improve the ability for that information to flow up and down the stream. And a big part of that is how we respond in the moment. I hope this has been helpful for you as you think about those moments where maybe the news you didn't want to hear shows up at your door. And you can think about how you respond in that moment. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Communication on Point. I'm Dean Hefta. If you have thoughts or ideas that you want to pass along to me, don't hesitate to shoot me an email. It's dean, D-E-A-N, at clarisresults.com, C-L-A-R-U-S, results.com. I look forward to talking to you again next week. 